0: Australia. You're tuned to ABC Sport. This is Summer Grandstand with Karen Tye on ABC Radio, Sport Digital, and the ABC Listen app. So much going on. I'll be with you for the next half hour on ABC Local Radio and, uh, well, this is a great story. Well, I don't know if you're a runner, if you jog, if you do park run or do you do marathons? Because this weekend tomorrow, in fact, is seeing the 45th anniversary of the Melbourne Marathon Festival and thousands of runners are taking part and there's various events to the streets of Melbourne ranging from 3Ks to the full marathon, 42.2Ks. And this year, the first Australian to cross the line in the men's marathon will receive the inaugural Steve Monaghetti Award. Named in honour of Australia's four-time Olympian and Commonwealth Games gold, silver and bronze medalist. And this joining the Karen McCann Award for the first Australian across the women's line. And Steve is always very giving of his time to chat with us over grandstand during the years. I had a chance to catch up just a little bit earlier and asked him just what the introduction of the Steve Monagheti Award means.
1: Well, you need a bigger medal to fit my name on there. That's the first thing. But no, it's obviously, it's humbling, you know, and um, and the female medal's named after Karen, and I've presented that a couple of times. So it's, um, yeah, we were great mates, and it's nice to to sort of be side by side with Karen. And, um, yeah, it's, um, I'm a bit humbled. I obviously couldn't find anyone else, so they chose me. But I know I've been, you know, obviously I've been a great supporter of, distance running in um in Victoria Ballarat in Australia and uh, Melbourne Marathon's an event pretty close to my heart so it's um yeah it's pretty special for me I remember when I was younger Karen people used to say oh you run a marathon you're crazy now it's so normalized we've sold out four out of five events the only event left is the 3k walk it's amazing it's about almost 40,000 people registered to run in the the festival over the weekend so the marathon sold out the half the 10k the 5k i've got a wheelchair marathon all starting at seven o'clock with the marathon when i think i might be ringing the bell to set them on their way seven o'clock sunday morning out in front of the tennis center just on um on um on a beautiful course that hopefully will be fast the weather's As you can imagine, I think we all know in Victoria, the weather can be unpredictable in October and it's a bit unpredictable for tomorrow. It looks like it's going to probably be a bit cool. Good running conditions, I think we'll say.
0: And does it wrap up at the MCG?
1: It does, yes. So every event finishes on the MCG, which is just spectacular. And, you know, I, I talk to a lot of people and people who will be running their first marathon. And I always say your first marathon's special because... You only ever run your first marathon once, but to do that around the MCG, I tell people to make sure if it's your first marathon when you come into that stadium tomorrow to really soak it up and appreciate it. And You know, you might cost you a couple of seconds if you have a look around and enjoy it, but who cares? At the end of the day, you really deserve to lap up the attention and that what is one of the world's great stadiums and, mm. um, you know, you'll, you'll be able to finish in it, which is something that's pretty special.
0: And one of many, many things that have happened in that stadium and when it comes to the marathon and you've just mentioned her name, the late Karen McCann, a dual Commonwealth Games gold medalist and including that stunning gold at the Home Games in Melbourne 2006. Uh, she has the, the name on the, the Women's Marathon winner in Melbourne. You were part of that medal presentation too at those Melbourne Games. What's that memory like?
1: Yeah, I, I was commentating and I yeah. actually got a call, as you probably remember, I was the mayor of the village and remember I was running around doing stuff and I got a call the night before saying, would you like to be involved in the medal presentation, which I was honoured to do and we didn't know, obviously, the result at the time and then I was commentating and got very emotional, Dave Colbert and I were commentating, calling it in and then I shot down to, I remember going under the stadium and um, Karen was getting ready for the presentation and said, oh, oh, it's terrific that you come down to um, congratulate me. And I said, oh, I'm actually here to the medal presentation as well as congratulate you. I'm happy to see you. And I remember we went out and um, in front of the massive crowd and after such an unbelievable event and. I kind of did the medal presentation and I think you just meant to sort of couple of kisses, and you know, and then move off. But I gave her a big hug, so I've probably been banned from ever doing another medal presentation because <laughs> it was more of an embrace than a quick congratulatory uh, moment. But it was a really special moment for the both of us, and history would show. You know, it was one of the great sporting events for, for the great, great sporting achievements by anybody, I reckon, um, yep. on Australian soil. You know, in the Australian colours.
0: Now the energy was amazing. I will never forget that at the. MCG. I mean, just jumping around a little bit, Your love your passion for the Commonwealth Games and indeed your marathon gold coming in Victoria, Victoria, Canada in 1994. No Commonwealth Games to happen in Victoria, Australia in 2026. And that question mark still over the future of the Games. You've been so involved as an athlete and in so many other roles. Where, Where are you sitting with that right now?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm saddened, obviously, and, you know, certainly for my hometown in Ballarat, you know, we were looking at a fantastic opportunity to host the games. And um, so, you know, I always think of the athletes. It's where I got my start currently in 86 in Edinburgh. You know, I snuck into the 10K team, got a chance to run the marathon and, you know, ran well. And that got me pre-selected then to go to World Championships, pre-selected to go to the Olympics. And so I will never forget the Commonwealth Games and the opportunity that it gave me. And I look at, you know, having that not happen here in Victoria in 2026. is just an opportunity taken away from those developing athletes, young athletes. Commonwealth Games... It's a team that's It's sometimes that athletes will be the only team they make. So, you know, that's been taken away from. So I'm saddened for the athletes who would aspire to go to the Commonwealth Games. And Karen, even if they don't make the Commonwealth Games, knowing that it was here just is that inspiration to get you out the door. It motivates you to train. So, it would have just been great for sport in this country to have it um, localised and for people to be motivated and inspired and the communities to get behind it. You know, I've seen... I'm starting to tell the story now. I'm sort of getting getting old and reminiscing, but my only marathon on Australian soil was the Sydney Olympics in 2000. And I was blown away by running along the road and people were yelling out my name. I'd never had that before because all of my marathons were international overseas events. So that home grown support and that personal um, attention that you get when you're in a home games, that is just like no other sporting experience you have. So, you know, I'm saddened for the athletes that don't get that opportunity now.
0: Do you mm-hmm. see the Commonwealth Games continuing in, in any way?
1: Oh, I hope so. I really hope so. And, you know, I, I think they're so important in the Australian landscape, but they're so important. They're a multi-sport event, you know, para para sport integrated within the program i know you know having been the chef how you know the team bonds so well multi-sport para sport all on one team so it's so important for the future of um, sport not only in australia but across the commonwealth and i've seen it firsthand without boring you but the welcome ceremonies that i did as the uh, mayor of the village in 2006 i had countries team leaders and um, chefs crying just because it's a, the really it's one of the only opportunities that those countries have to feel equal within the commonwealth you think about what a lot of african nations they don't get to be involved in common you know they don't go to chogum they don't go to all these massive big political events yet in sport they, we can treat them as equals and that's what we did here in melbourne and that's what the commonwealth games sporting event allows you to do and that opportunity, you know, I'd hate to see that taken away from the Commonwealth countries.
0: Steve Monagetti with us on Grandstand this weekend, the weekend of the Melbourne Marathon Festival, and Steve, just on the marathon times for men, this incredible two-hour mark that we have all talked about for so so long. What of the news this past week from the Chicago Marathon and Kenya's Kelvin Kipton, so close to this incredible mark, two hours and thirty-five seconds he ran.
1: Unbelievable, just just even i 'm stunned, and you know Chicago was world record course, but hasn 't been lately, so I was a bit taken aback I, I he 's got an amazing record he 's three from three marathons, only twenty three years old, three marathons, three victories, two oh one fifty in valencia two oh one twenty broke the London course record, and now winning chicago in in that first person to run under two oh one thirty five seconds and less than one second per kilometre from getting that magical sub two hour barrier it's just incredible running and i'm trying to put it into context for people karen get on the treadmill they they only go to about 22k now he ran 21k now put it on 21k now don't get on because you'll you'll hit the back wall because it'll spit you off but just see how fast that belt goes and think about a human. Running on that for two hours, incredible.
0: You know, Steve, I was just thinking back. It's it's been a common question that's been asked over a long time, this this two-hour magical barrier. We spoke about this question on Grandstand many years ago. In fact, it was a time of the Berlin Marathon back in 2014. And I asked you about the potential of the barrier being broken back then. This is what you had to say. How achievable do you think it could be?
1: Well, I have done a bit of homework since. Just a lot of people have been interested um, this week, so I, um, I've had a bit of a look. And whilst even when when I ran that 2.816 eight sixteen in nineteen ninety, the world record was two six fifty. So we've actually, and that was in nineteen eighty eight by um, an Ethiopian called uh, Balani Dinsamo. So in in what's that twenty six years? We've only actually improved about. Um, four minutes so if you take extrapolate that and say well we need to improve another three it's probably going to be closer to 20 years I, I think we're progressing a bit quicker than that so I'm sort of telling people probably be 13 or 14 years so um, it's still got a little way to go yet.
0: so 13 or 14 years that we're talking eight years after you made that comment so um what what are we now we are just seconds away 34 35 seconds
1: not bad though. I'm happy yes. with my judgment there. I, I, I might take up a, a a job as a as a um, futurist because I reckon <laughs> that's not bad um, guessing to be honest. But um, it is coming down, and it's coming down quicker, and it's coming down in bigger chunks. We used to see, you know, you'd you'd sort of be screaming at the TV or screaming over the radio because you think, "Ah, oh, is he going to break it? Is he going to break it? Or isn't he?" but they're smashing it now. And I know I saw footage of Chicago and the the race director was celebrating about 500 metres before Calvin crossed the finish line because he knew he had it comfortably. And, you know, we've seen the same with the women's record, Karen, recently, and it's come down um, three or four minutes. So, you know, massive chunks now taken off. So it is only a matter of time before that 35 seconds is removed. And, A human will run under two hours, which, you know, sometimes I I thought might not happen in my lifetime. So great for our sport. And that's why we've got, you know, 40,000 people turning up tomorrow at Melbourne because running is just booming and people are really enjoying the benefits of it and the great... Um, challenge it, running can do for you and we're seeing that firsthand with the results across the world.
0: Steve Monaghetti, as always, great to catch up with you. Uh, I know you've given a little advice earlier in our chat but any final message to all of those who will be gathering and running the Melbourne Marathon?
1: I like to think that, you know, it's a a reflection of your training. So when you're on the race start line tomorrow or you're crossing the finish line, that's a reward for all the training that you've done. So enjoy the day. It's um, it's a great opportunity to share the camaraderie that distance running brings. So don't get caught up in seconds. Try and enjoy just the event for what it is because you deserve it after all the training you've done to put yourself in that position. That's pretty good advice, I reckon, Karen.
0: Enjoy it all, Steve. Thanks for your time.
1: I will. Thanks, Karen.